I just never know how to start these, but I guess here we go. Here we go, episode three. Episode three. I was almost going to say episode two. (laughs) I Um, got you. Yeah. Hi, and welcome to episode three of Not Very Ladylike. I am Marissa. And I'm Bethany. And I think that you need to sit a little closer to the mic. (laughs) Don't mind all these noises. I'm coming. I'm scooting. Here we go. I'm here. Okay. How does that sound? Um, Let's hope it's good. I mean, the the thingies look good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. The squiggle lines? Yeah, we'll try it. Looks like a heart monitor. An EEG. Yeah, we learned what that was last time. Yes. I was wrong. It does not monitor. I think that it does, though. I didn't look it up. I literally don't care. Um, I'm not in the medical profession, so, um, I told you a little bit about my week already before we started, but, um, that wasn't even all of it. Oh no. I have had the crappiest week ever. I don't know what's going on. If there's some sort of planet in retrograde being an (laughs) asshole, I don't know, but I started out, I already told you. My soon-to-be mother-in-law ended up in the hospital, really scary shit, like tons of stuff wrong with her, and I love her, and I want her to be around for Mm -hmm. possible grandchildren in the future. Yes. Um, And then after she was released, my niece went into the hospital, super scary. Um, She's fine, but she's two, and she had a seizure, and she just, it's like, she's two. You shouldn't have seizures at two. And then... I got my monthly subscription to Satan's Waterfall. What in the hell is that? My monthly subscription oh! to Satan's Waterfall. No way. I did. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm actually um, right there with you, TMI, everyone that's oh. listening. And I didn't never heard that before because that's <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever heard. Dude, I, oh my gosh, I've been emotional and pissy <laughs> and like seriously wanting to cry and then to top it off, I come home last night and Karma's face is all fucking swollen and I've had to force feed her Benadryl like crazy. And uh, yeah, I just, I'm just like, I'm ready for this fucking week to be over. It's over I, now. I have a beverage. Thank God. Oh my gosh. But okay. So today is Friday the 13th. Yeah. Happy Friday. The, I don't know if I should say that because what if I don't edit what? this and like put it out in time? No, no. it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, so, we're so we're recording on Friday the 13th and I've had an okay day. It's been very fairly uneventful considering all the other shit that's happened this week. <laughs> Um, and so I go to Dutch Brothers and on my way over here and Karma is in the backseat and everyone's loving on Karma. And the guy was like, oh, um, where's your stamp card? And like, I give it to him and he was like, okay, well then I have like this free card, like a free drink card that my mom gave me. And then like, I gave him some tip and he's like, oh no, like your stamp card paid for this. And I was like... Dude, I still, I was thinking in my mind, I was like, I still have two stamps unfilled on the card, but I don't think he looked. So I got a free drink (laughs) and karma got got loved Yes, and I put alcohol in this beverage. (laughs) So sippy, sippy, we're going to get drunk. (laughs) That is is Um, a great way to end your horrible week. That was a terrible, this weekend better be good, but... There is a silver lining if it doesn't. I'm going camping next weekend. And it's going to be so relaxing. So worth it. It better be. I mean, 
I hope that the weather gets better because this weather is shit right now. I know. What the fuck? Spring is not that cute. <laughs> not cute. Anyways, um, how has your week gone? Let me think. Um, this week has been fine. This week has been okay uh, until I'm not even getting until it. Satan's waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like I gave her the side eye. Like, mm. So last week. I was not very happy with my decision to do, like, the Russian sleep experiment. I don't know. Really? I, yeah, I didn't. I oh, I know. so enjoyed listening Did to you? it again. Did you? Okay. Again, well, because I was so shocked again. the first time. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Even knowing it wasn't real, it was very intriguing. Okay. Well, I was just like, I felt I'm, like, my own worst critic, and you're your own worst yeah, critic, and yeah. we, we listen to the podcast. We are our biggest fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Shout out to... Everyone who listens to us, like, um, we, I, I have this app that, like, tracks how many listens we get. Um, the first episode has gotten 117 listens. That's so awesome. That's crazy. I'm Um, shocked. Our bonus episode has gotten 22, and then... The one you just posted. No, the bonus one I posted, like, uh, last week. No, but the new one. The new one has 15. And, and you just posted that, though. I just posted that. That's like, really exciting. Yeah, the other day. Um, so, all together, like, 157 plays. That's exciting. And I don't think that even takes into account, like, if anyone listens to us on iTunes. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. I'm honestly shocked. Did the, this app. I'm it, freaking out. It shows me, like, the cities. So, Kennewick is our biggest <laughs> supporters. I am going to have to get 61 this people have, or 61, like, it's been played in Kennewick 61 times. Wait a second. So, people that don't live here have listened to us? Yeah. Okay. I'm so, going to freak out. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're almost um, famous. <laughs> Moscow, Boise. This is um, intense. Marysville, Linwood, La Cruz. Lacrosse? Like, I don't know. I've never I don't heard know. of that. Before. Eugene, Edmonds, Sunnyside, Portland, St. John, Tacoma, Redmond, uh, Federal Way, Auburn, Washington, or West Richland. I don't know why I said Washington. Uh, <laughs> Puyallup, Spokane, Kent, Seattle, Richland, Pasco, and Kennewick. That is amazing. Isn't that amazing? Thank I, you guys. I, I'm literally kind of. So we're both emotional and we're like really on our period so, emotional right now because <laughs> I want to cry. So overwhelming. This is amazing. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I found out my mom hadn't listened to us yet, even though oh I shouted her out on the podcast. That's so, so funny. I made her download the app nice. and subscribe. Nice. So she has, I think she has listened good. now. Good, um, good, good, good. Lindsay's calling me. <laughs> Sorry, Lindsay. Decline. Um, <laughs> I told them I was recording. I don't know why they're doing this to me. Anyways, um, my brother's girlfriend, August, shout out to her because she's listened and she Yay, says she really likes it. You. She also said she'd like to come on. Yes. I, do you have any idea? The I do People that keep saying, I need to get, I'm like, well, you know, you have to actually talk about something, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay. and my friend, like, they have to like, well, I want to talk about this. So it's like. Maybe we could, if you're down, I'm down. I'm down. I think it would be fun yeah. to interact people because that's why I think I'm going to get another. Helps. Yeah, I think I'm going to get another mic. I'm down. So I think down. I'm going to get it. Yeah, this because, is what we need to do. We need to talk about it. We yeah. need to make it happen because I think yeah. I think it'd be a nice extra aspect, and yeah. it makes more people listen. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. So. Um, and people love to tell their friends that they're on something. True. So true, that's true, definitely true, true. a good way to to reach out and get some more listeners. Because yes. um, listeners are the lifeblood of a podcast. They literally are. They are. Um, and so yeah, that, that's just so overwhelming seeing those numbers all the time. And I'm I'm very very grateful for everyone who has listened. 
Um, my friend Erin constantly is telling me how much she loves That's awesome. our podcast and like She's like, I could listen to you talk all day. And I was like, oh, that's so oh sweet. I'm, all, I'm like always worried that I have that weird, annoying voice. <laughs> but I guess not. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, yeah. But, you know. That's awesome. And, yeah, I just, it's so The support incredible. is very welcome. Shout out to Prado. He has been so supportive. Prado, thank you. He's Dude, been, it was like one of our first Yeah, he's like, like posting it and just he keeps like. He, like, sent it to me, and it was just, like, it's nice because I feel like, wow, we're beginning, so it's a little rough. rough. Oh, it's so but, rough. But, like, we really appreciate the support, and mm-hmm. when, you know, the better we are, and I appreciate... I mean, it'll get better, right? It'll get better. It'll get better. <laughs> we're mean, learning. working on it. You, you're listening. You're figuring out what you don't like about Very true. yourself. I listen, and I figure out what I don't like. Yes. Um. And, yeah, no, it's definitely going to get better with time and equipment and mm-hmm. support. Yeah. Support's big. Oh, yeah. Make us want to come and record. I it's mean, for you guys. It's so much fun, but it's even more fun knowing that this isn't just for me and Marissa to listen to later. Yeah, but I would totally just <laughs> listen to it. All I would, too. I really I think, love it. I think we're great. I really enjoy it. Last like, week's episode made me laugh so hard. Yeah, I know that last week's episode. I loved last week's episode. I loved your story that you did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thanks. I just can't. Um, like, I, uh, yeah. I, so last week, I like I said, I wasn't very happy with like, I didn't do a lot of research to like, and I want to do the research. I want to like dig deep and like get to know what I'm doing. Um, and so this week... I did someone I knew there was going to be shit tons of evidence on. Oh, man. That is Gary Ridgway. And if you don't know, Gary... Gary, <laughs> Gary Ridgway is a... Um, he is the Green River Killer. He has yes. a freaking nickname. The fact that he's here, too. He, Washington, right? Oh, girl, don't step on my story. Record. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> edit that oh, out. Marissa, edit that out. Dude, I, I had to edit Marissa, you edit saying, that out. I had to edit out you saying, edit it out. And I'm like, no, I'm not editing it out. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Sorry, I got excited. No, no, it's fine. No, yes. Um, Gary Ridgway is in Washington. Actually, so awesome. he is in Walla Walla. Oh, yeah. Yep. I forgot. He is in the Walla Walla State Pen. He oh. is there for the rest of his life. That's, well, thank fucking God. Let me just <laughs> dig into that one. Um, okay. I actually didn't ask you if you wanted me to go first. I just assumed. I know we're on that level now. Okay. We know that the drill. So. All right. Um, okay. So I have literally... Literally. Um, I watched... Oh, no. I watched all of Parks and Rec. And yes. Chris Traeger, he's like, yes. literally? And yes. I'm like, oh, yay. I do, too. I watched it That's so funny. I love literally? Parks and Rec. <laughs> literally, he's such a positive person. It literally makes me so happy. I can't stop saying literally. Okay. I'm going to annoy my future self so much by having to edit this. Um, okay, so there I have in front of me 10, oh no, from Wikipedia, 10 pages front and back of Gary Ridgway information. And then I was like, you know what? I need more. Oh so my I found, God. So I found four more pages that I could do. Jeez. I'm not going to read them all, but I wanted to know. 
all of it. In You're case. making me feel like a bad podcaster. No. I do not have this kind of information. I copy and pasted. It's not like I wrote this, wrote this on my own. Anyways, okay. So Gary Leon Ridgway was born February 18th, 1949, which means he is an Aquarius. Wow. <laughs> Throwing facts out there. Because I know so much about that. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I do have a couple Aquariuses in my life, though. <laughs> Please don't murder me. <laughs> All right. Um, he was born in Salt Lake City, Utah, and he has been married three times, huh. and he has a son. I didn't know that. Yes. Ooh, that's crazy. He, um, his victim count is 49. What? He has confessed to 71, <gasps> but it's presumed that he has at least, um, more than 90. Wow, wow, He wow. is one of the most prolific United States serial killers. He has the most confirmed kills in the United States. He has more than Ted Bundy. The fact that I didn't, like, why why is it that I didn't know that? Does that I, make sense? Yeah. As yeah, far no. as people? Like, yeah. Because when, when I think of, like, a serial killer, it co- it goes Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, the most, right. like, infamous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that is and crazy. And he has more than, he has more than Any of those, yeah. That's he has, really crazy. Yeah. He has more than Ted Bundy. Wow. Um, I'm shocked. Which, Ted Bundy's another Washington killer. <laughs> oh, my God. I yeah. totally can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah. So, um, he is, like, like we said, <clears throat> he's imprisoned at Washington State Penitentiary in Walla Walla, Washington. So nice. They named it twice. <laughs> hey. Um, he was, like I said, he initially was convicted of 48 separate murders, but is presumed to be responsible for more than 90. Wow. As a part of his plea bargain, an additional conviction was added, bringing the total number of convictions to 49. He murdered numerous women and girls in Washington State during the 1980s and the 1990s. So he he only killed women and, and young girls. He did not kill... Well, okay. Let me get into that. Okay. <laughs> um, so most of Ridgway's victims were alleged sex workers. Uh, the other women... Or other women, like, in vulnerable situations, so, like, runaways. Mm-hmm. Um, the press gave him his nickname after his first five victims were found in the Green River. Wow. Um, which is a river that is in the Seattle area. Hmm. Uh, we drive by it. If we ever drive to Seattle, we drive by it in the Green River. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and do you ever... I do this weird thing <laughs> where when we're, like, on road trips and we're driving by, like, trees that, like, are, like, really close together, like, clustered, like, forests, mm-hmm. um, I kind of, like, look out the window and I wonder how many people have been murdered Whoa. in those trees. Is that... I've literally never thought of that, but it's, I will all the time now. I only think of that. <gasps> That's I, insane. I literally am, like, I wonder how many people have been murdered in those woods. That just gave me serious chills. <laughs> like, that is going to be my new future. Thanks. I mean, and I don't know why. I mean, like, not like I had a traumatizing um, childhood or anything. But, yeah, I just kind of think, crazy. like, yeah. I mean, I can see yeah. that being, like, now. Because, like I said, now mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking think about it all the time. God damn it. Sorry. I mean, bad. I'm not mad about it because right. it's kind of intriguing. It, In I, a bad, very right. dark way. I just think that, like, forests... And places like 
out in the middle of nowhere, like the hills have eyes status. Like, Ooh. I'm just like, you could get murdered and no Fuck. one would know. And maybe not even find your body. Oh my God. That's what, that's how Marissa's brain works. <laughs> so. Well, thanks. Now I am a fully aware. Right. Um, I'm going to. Should we talk about it? Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> we are at Bethany's house this time recording. And so Karma is out back in Bethany's yard. And she really wants to be inside. But <laughs> Bethany has some cats that are yeah. assholes. Yeah, they are. They can't handle it. But I'd take your asshole cats over <laughs> my dead cat. Oh, my cat died. Why do you have to bring that sadness? Because that's also one of the bad things that happened to me in the last like, two weeks. I literally can't handle your life right now. <laughs> my life has been shit. It's mm. going to be better. It has to be. You guys listening is literally the reason <laughs> I'm still going. No, I, I'm not suicidal at all. I do not think like that. <sighs> okay. Someone's going to call 911 and be like, someone needs to help Marissa. <laughs> Everything's okay. Everything's going to be Oh. Um, <laughs> we, we, we fucked that up we so We still hard. can't agree on what song we're going to sing. Okay. Um, so, on on November 30th, 2001, as Ridgeway was leaving the Kenworth uh, truck factory where he worked in Renton, Washington, he was arrested for the murders of four <gasps> women Whoa. whose cases were linked through to him through DNA evidence. As a part of a plea bargain... With, uh, wherein he agreed to disclose locations of still missing women, he was spared the death penalty and received a sentence of life imprisonment without parole. This scumbag. All right, <laughs> but let me tell you how I feel about Gary Ridgway. I can't wait. He is your just, he looks like your average Joe Blow. Like, he looks like he could be your uncle. I want to look him up. He, I know. Um, look at listening. Up. He, and I watched interviews and he's very like, he seems very normal and to a point where I almost felt sorry for him. And then I had to remember what kind of a fucking monster he is. That's what they do. He, That's what sociopaths do. He is. He is a sociopath and he's a, um, what do they call those people who lie? Um, uh, compulsive com- liar. No, no, no. no. Um, Narcissistic? No. No, the ones where they believe they're Compulsive? I just said that. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Mm. Um, uh, But you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Where they believe their lies. Yes. Um, uh, Anyways, I don't want to sound like an idiot. Um, (laughs) Anyways, okay, so I'm going to get into his childhood. um, Because this guy did not have a... He had a fucked up childhood. Oh, shocker. Right. Um, yeah, okay, Is but this like, him? yeah, that's him. And doesn't, I mean, okay, he's like squinting because they took his son. But this is what it looked like. Yeah, when he was younger, when he was doing it, uh, right? a little bit, yeah. Because he, he look, he's arrested right here. Yeah, uh, but I don't think that was 2001. That's oh. like his most recent one. But yeah, because he was, he was found in 2001. I mean, of course, yeah. I mean, he just looks like. He just looks like your average looks dude. like, like the he, mailman. But, and I was watching some videos with him and where he literally was crying (gasps) and creepy but it was like a fake it was a fake cry anyways of course because he's a fucking liar yeah i'm gonna get into this one so he like i said he was born in february um he was the second 
of Mary and Thomas Ridgway's three sons. So they had two more kids that they could have fucked up. Oh, my. Because these parents, they're not good. (laughs) Um, His home life was somewhat troubled. Relatives have described his mother as domineering and have said that the young that young Ridgway witnessed more than one violent argument between his parents. His father was a bus driver who often complained about the presence of sex workers. So, but they they actually I have read other places where his dad was actually a mortician. Wait, what? Yeah, so Wikipedia might not have all its facts straight. Um so, but anyways, one of the argument i mean there's there's been violent arguments between these parents she literally would take a plate and bash it over her husband's Shut. head and he would just walk away oh my god she was definitely she definitely wore the pants in that situation oh what um yeah so ridgeway was a bedwetter until he was 13 that's one of the signs that's one of the signs is it the three signs? It's one of the three. Okay. Is if you if you're a bedwetter, uh, you harm cats, animals, do- uh, animals, small animals, um, and, and like head trauma, right? Head trauma. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, anyways, um, by the way, we're speaking about what for people that aren't the like making of crazy, like making this. like a serial killer. Yeah, for people that like, end up being serial killers. The roadmap. The roadmap. Right. Like, they, they usually, they are bedwetters, and then they torture animals, and they've probably, early on, they've had some sort of head trauma that caused them to be a fucking psycho. That's very common in yeah. serial killers. <clears throat> in serial killers. That's like the trifecta. Yeah, the trifecta. Yeah, yeah that's um, what I was looking for. Okay, so when he would wet the bed, his mother would wash his genitals, <clears throat> and would lay, um, he later told his defense attorneys, the defense attorney psychologist... That as an adolescent, he had conflicting feelings of anger and sexual attraction towards his mother. Ew. And would fantasize about killing her. Ooh. Ew. Um, she would spend a lot of time washing his genitals. Ew. A lot of time when he would wet the bed. Stop. So he, God. he would, um, no. he wanted to have really violent sex with his mother <gasps> and then slit her throat. But like. Not to his fantasies. Ew, oh my god. I have goosebumps, um, literally. It, oh, it was. And she provided ample detail to him. Um, uh, pants. Huh? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, like, Taylor. She was yeah, Taylor. Talk about how when she would be doing their measurements, a lot of times that they would get aroused. She's telling her son this? Yeah, while washing his genitals. What? While washing, yeah, um, <clears throat> that is so, seriously fucked up. And then his dad, I guess, was just like kind of a pun. didn't didn't stick up for him, didn't say anything. Like when his wife was doing these really extremely inappropriate things with her child, not to mention mashing, bashing, especially because he's thirteen. <gasps> That's even worse. Like these are like is the it times worse? that it's he's just bad. No, it's bad. It's all bad. It's just all bad. It, it's bad when you're sitting there like cleaning your your teenage son and wanting him to get aroused he like what is bed till he's 13 13 yeah that's bad bad. Uh uh-huh he was also dyslexic and he was held back a year in high school okay um when he was 16 he stabbed a six-year-old boy who survived the attack um he led the boy into the woods and then stabbed him through the ribs into his liver yeah 
Yeah, dude. And he also um, says that he has a memory of... I'm trying to find it in here. Um, he says he has a memory of drowning a boy in the river or in the lake. Um, and yes, here it is. Gary has two very distinct moments of assaulting people in his youth. Although he admitted he can't remember whether these actually happened. Um, in one memory, he drowns another boy in a lake. As it turns out, two boys drowned in the lake no. that, like, in where Ridgeway was growing up. But it was never confirmed whether either of these were his victims or if, like, he just knew that they drowned. And, and kind of fantasized said, that yeah. he did it. So, yeah. Either way, it's <clears throat> not too improbable. And then in another memory, Ridgeway, age 16, um, who was never arrested for the crime, according to some accounts, this actually happened. Um where he stabbed a boy, he stabbed a much younger boy in the woods. Um, the fuck, man? And both Ridgeway and the victim recall Gary laughing and saying, I always wondered what it would be like to kill as he walked what? away from the scene of the crime. What? So I don't know how he wasn't arrested for that. I don't know if they just never found him or if, you know, like the boy was like, oh, this is who... Like, this is what happened, and then Gary's like, oh, yeah, this is what I did. Oh, my God. Who knows? This guy. That so, would have been the end, you know. It, it couldn't. It could have it, been. It, it could have been. been. It could have been at least starting, like. Because. He couldn't have. I don't think he could have got away with that much if he was under radar in some sort of way. Right. Yeah. Gary's, um, his killings uh, started in. Um, in the 80s and went on until possibly until 2001 when he was found Damn. but it's, um, it's actually you know it's not confirmed um, that he was killing all all the way up to that they think that he might have stopped at some point huh. um, and like we said Gary he's a pathological liar that's the that fucking was word. the word. Oh my god, that was gonna drive me nuts. Uh, he's he's a pathological liar, so it's hard to say whether or not he actually was killing people, or if he had stopped or whatever. So, um, his first victim, his first confirmed victim, was in 1982. Though at the time of his arrest, he and his wife lived in a respectable. They lived in a, a respectable life in a quiet area where his neighbors uh, thought of him as a stand-up guy. <laughs> Ridgeway also had a son and would sometimes show pictures of his son to the prostitutes to make them at ease before he murdered them. Oh my fucking god! He literally would be like. Hey, I'm Gary Ridgway, and like they'd be like, "Let's see the ID, stud." Oh my god! And then he'd like show his ID, and there was a picture of his son right next to him, and they'd be like, "Oh, like is that oh. your is that your son?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's my that's my boy," and like so they're like, "Oh, okay, he's a family guy. He's not gonna hurt me. He has a kid." No. And then there was actual one. There was one time that Gary actually had his son in the car when he picked up the prostitute. And murdered her. No. With the little boy in the backseat. Oh my god. And he he definitely admits that he didn't ever want to do that again after he did it the first time. But... Are you fucking serious? No, yeah. Oh yeah, my no. god. No way. That's um, fucking crazy. He had a system. He, he definitely... 
he had a way of making you feel comfortable. Uh-huh. You, you saw a picture of him. He doesn't look like a very threatening dude. No, yeah. Uh, people just automatically, you know, they were like, okay, he's a, he's a family guy. He's not going to hurt me. He also liked the younger prostitutes more. Ew. Um, sex workers? What's the... Anyways. Um, <laughs> you know, that... I say prostitute, but whatever. But, I mean, it's called a spade a spade. Um, <laughs> but he also liked the younger ones because... He figured they had been touched less. They less had been, used. Yep. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. fucking gross. Um, he also liked runaways. He liked to go after women that the police didn't care about. He literally says that. Smart. He says. Which is fucked up. It is. It is. But He's smart. I mean, if you kill, I don't. I don't want to say nobody cared about these women, but. Like, if you care... Less you, noticeable. It's, it's... Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, well, she's she's a sex worker. Like, she lives a dangerous job. Like, she has a dangerous life. Yeah. Um, maybe she went somewhere else. Maybe she went to a different town. Maybe she's out of John's here. Like, yeah. you know, um, it's pretty sad. Yeah. <clears throat> Which reminds me, I should tell you about the time that I lived with a prostitute. Wait, yeah, you definitely yeah. should tell me. About I was eighteen, that. and I was living in Oklahoma with a friend and his mom, and the mom was a prostitute. You have to tell me about that. I will tell you. <laughs> that sounds it, very intriguing. It it was. Um, wow. Until she was like, maybe you should try it out. Knowing like, <gasps> you have to tell me about the story soon. I mean, I didn't do it. Okay. Obviously. Um, I just no. Because okay. not me. If you do, you boo boo. But I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um. <clears throat> okay, so. He, on top of being a serial killer, was also into necrophilia. Oh, no. Tell people, because some people don't know. Necrophilia is when you have (laughs) sex with dead bodies. Yes. Um, He he would often um, bury them close to home so that when he'd get an urge (gasps) to have sex, he'd just go and visit, dig up the body and and visit it. Um, That's he true. has often admitted that he needed to uh, wipe the maggots away. Shut the fuck before up. he could. Before, as in, I'm gonna continue to do this. Yeah, that yeah. is so fucking. Gross. Yeah, it is very, very disturbing. Oh my god. Um, and he actually didn't like that part oh. about himself. Oh. He tried to stop, mm. and how he tried to stop because he got to the point where he could not have sex with a living person, because. What? At first, when he first started these killings, um, he would have sex with the prostitutes, the sex workers, and then he would kill them. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he realized if I kill them first, like there's no attachment there, and yeah. I get you know, yeah, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I can be as rough as I want, whatever. Um, and they're still warm. <gasps> oh my god. Well, then he was like, well. I'm going to bury him, bury him close to my house and revisit him until I just literally can't do it anymore because of decomposition. Oh my God. So, but yeah, no, it got to the point where he wouldn't even, he wanted to stop that part of himself. So he would bury the bodies farther and farther away so that it was more of a mission for him to go and find the bodies. I need to start doing that with food. <laughs> so I'm not like it's so close. Leave it at the store. <laughs> just don't I buy it. Re- I mean, I can't just reach it if I walk out of my bed. So maybe I should not do it. <laughs> um, just don't 
leave the food at the store. <laughs> this is a completely different thing. Sorry. Um, I have a couple quotes from him in here that are I love quotes. Freaking crazy. I love it. It's he so is really good at giving you these one-liners, like these Ooh. really one Just creepy, creepy quotes. going kind of yeah. one-liners. Yeah. Um, he's super, super creepy. So. He goes, I don't know if it was an illness or just, uh, I wanted to kill. End of quote. That's it. <laughs> oh my God. Another quote is, my method's working pretty good. Choking is what I did. You know, I was pretty good at it. End quote. Wow. Um, another one. And they look in the bedrooms. Nobody's in there. Nothing's. You know, there's my son's room. Hey. This guy has a son. He's not going to hurt anybody. End quote. Gross. He's so gross. I'm literally dying <clears throat> on the inside. Yeah. That's he preferred fun. He preferred choking to any other forms of murder because, quote, that was more personal and more rewarding than shooting her. Yeah. End quote. That's so personal. It's so, choking it, is so That's personal. the thing is. Do you know how hard it is to it choke a person? It takes a very long time that people don't realize. They watch movies and they're like, Oh, it's like a, it's like a, oh, I'm going to pass out. It can take, it can take up to over five minutes to go. Well, it can take up to any time, but it takes minutes. Wow. I don't know if you know how long a minute is, but just sit and stare at something for seconds. one minute. But yeah. just, I mean. No, 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 I know. No, no, I, I get it. I totally get it. Why don't you try to hold something really, really tight for one minute straight and then think about doing that for three more times in a row? And the fact that he was killing so many women, like, all the time. And I don't think he was really... U- I think he was using his bare hands. Oh. Um, that's so good. Damn it, that's so bad. Dude. In 1948, Ridgway took a camping trip to Oregon, south of his home in Washington, with his son. He also happened to have the remains of two or three dead prostitutes oh, in his car. Oh, my God. He paid for everything in cash to leave no record of the trip, and he dumped the remains in the Oregon area. <gasps> so, as to make detectives think that the Green River Killer was moving south. And then he presumably had a nice time camping with his son. Oh, my God. His son. Can you imagine? I know. I would, I, I would change my name. His poor kid, like seriously. I don't. So you know, know what? What if his son has kids? That means Gary Ridgway's somebody's grandpa. Ew. Yeah. Ew. I don't, I don't think he has grandkids. Why do you have to say it like I'm that? I'm sorry. I know but it's real. I mean, it's not like you should be sorry, but it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, my grandpa, because you think of grandpas as being like a solid, good, like they're uh, your grandpa, like yeah, they are yeah. the foundation of your family, right? They're that soft, loving. Right. It's yeah. My grandpa's my my everything. I you're love, rock. I you know him. that's like that's what grandpas are. Yep. That's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> if my grandpa was Gary Ridgway, I'd be fucking devastated. Oh my god. I couldn't even imagine. So he was always kind of Ridgway was always kind of weird. <laughs> um, where you Shocking. know something's you know something's not right about him. Like if you interacted with him, you like knew there was a something off. Like he is definitely a psycho. Um, for example, after six months of questioning, Dave uh, Riker, uh, the head detective for the Green River Killer case, asked Ridgway if he had any questions. And Ridgway responded, yeah, how come your hair is gray and your eyebrows are dark? <laughs> End quote. <laughs> um, what? what? <laughs> like, 
Okay. Wow. Um, so after seeing a newspaper picture of Detective Dave Reichard, uh, the lead officer, like I said, the lead officer in the Green River killer case, Ted Bundy wrote him a letter offering assistance in finding the killer. What? Ted Bundy, the rapist, serial killer, and necrophiliac. Oh. Yes, that Ted Bundy. <laughs> um, in his letter to Reichert, Bundy wrote... Don't ask me why I believe, uh, don't ask me why I believe I'm an expert in this area. Just accept that I am, and we'll start from there. And Reichert ended up taking Buddy Bundy up on his offer in 1986, but it got him nowhere. Do you know what Bundy's advice was? It was, find a fresh body and stake it out, because he's gonna go back and he's gonna continue having sex with it. That was his... That was his... Advice. Advice. So Bundy... Um, was actually really pissed off because Ridgeway was like encroaching in his area of wow. like expertise. Yeah. So fucking, they're so narcissistic. They it's are unbelievable. And because Ridgeway was, um, you know, becoming more famous mm-hmm. than Bundy. Yeah. Bundy was pissed, and what Bundy was like, "I need to get myself." back into the spotlight because he was on trial for and and Ridgeway was basically um overshining him wow uh I mean they didn't know it was Ridgeway at the time but the Green River Killer was yeah um goodness in his typical blood chilling nonchalant manner the Green River Killer explained to detectives why one of his victims was found without a head saying the head probably rolled the rest of the way down the hill as the body decomposed, end quote. <gasps> just so nonchalant. Yeah, like, no big deal. Like, eh, it probably just rolled down the hill. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay. I mean, it's science. Because they were like, where's the head? And he's like, eh, they probably rolled down the hill. Duh. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah, I fuck. Yeah. What? Uh, he killed so many women that it was he was fuzzy on the details of the particular murders, offering... I picked her up someplace, and I went home and killed her, most likely. Because it meant nothing. Yeah, he didn't care. He literally killed so many women that he could not tell you how he did it, or why he did it, or where he did it. He he was just like, yeah, I fucking, I killed her, and here she is. Like, he doesn't know who they are. Like, he, all he knows is they're prostitutes, and I wanted to have sex with them. The only thing... But I didn't want to pay for him. He was also a cheapskate. (laughs) It is literally... He was a cheapskate murderer. (laughs) Well, you know, when when you don't want to spend money, what are you going to do? You got to kill him. I I mean, you can't pay this this person, so... Right. Might as well. So during um, a period of questioning with the police, Ridgway made it clear he didn't want credit for all the murders he committed. Ridgway made clear he wanted credit for all the murders he committed, but very explicitly stated more than once that he wasn't, that he didn't want to take credit for murders someone else committed. When asked why, he replied, quote, why, if it wasn't mine, because I have pride in in what I do. I don't want to take it from anybody else, end quote. He didn't want to take credit for anybody else's murders. How humble. He took pride in what he did. That is what he said. 
I. It's ridiculous. I need to wrap my head around that for a second. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, Ridgeway's Ridgeway's second wife, Marcia Winslow, uh, divorced him in 1981, right before the killings started. Okay. Thank um, God. A year a year before his his killing spree started. His relationship with her sounds a bit like a trial run for his subsequent crimes. He, uh, she arrested, or I'm sorry, she attests to his love of bondage, admits he choked her, and tells her, um, and tells of having sex with Ridgeway outside by the Green River. Ew. On outdoor walks, Ridgeway would also walk away from her into the woods, then sneak up behind her to surprise her. Winslow uh, also attests that Ridgeway would practice walking silently so he could more easily sneak up on her. So he was, like, practicing before he started killing her. I can't even... Or before he started killing, yeah. you know, the, the prostitutes. Um, that is so fucking, like, eerie. Can mm-hmm. you imagine being her? No. I can't imagine being one of his three wives. Wow. The third one, he... You. He was together... With her, oh, like during the killings. Wow, I could not imagine being married to a fucking monster, which is a TV show called Married to a Monster. Yeah, and I really want to watch Gary's wife's because they have. I want to watch them all, and now I'm obsessed. That's true. I'm gonna add this to my thing. Married (laughs) to a monster. Married to a monster. It's about uh, women who are married to serial killers and things like that. Okay, I'm adding it. Um, so. Ridgeway found out that um, when you are dying, you become really inconvenient. Like what? You um, when you die, you like expel yeah like, like stuff. Um, so he quickly learned that after his first few victims. So to avoid the mess, Ridgeway would ask the prostitutes that he picked up to empty their bladders before he took them to bed, since he planned on murdering them immediately after sex. Wow. I am literally blown away. Yeah. It's disgusting. Um, What the fuck? Yeah. This is where I, this is where I have two different facts um, because I have 10 pages of freaking information. It says Ridgeway's father worked in a morgue and he would often, often entertain his young son with stories of his coworkers having sex with (gasps) the corpses at work. Stop. Ridgway admitted that the idea of having sex with a corpse was a sexual fantasy of his when he came of age because there was no chat no attachment and the victim couldn't feel it. Oh my god. And if no and no one would get caught. No way. Yep. I mean that's not what normal people think about. Like when they're wanting to be intimate with someone. Like, oh my god. Like, oh yeah. Um I have a list of all of the victims' names. It's ridiculous. Um, um, I'm not going to... like 79? I don't even know. No, I have all of the confirmed victims, which would be 49. Fuck. Um, and then there's a, a list. This is all on Wikipedia. You can find a list of them. I At first, when I was doing this story, I was like, I want to take a moment and read all of their names. But now that I'm here, I'm like, man, that's 49 names. Yeah. That I can't... I, I mean... He literally, he killed people from 1980s to the 1990s. Um, and they, there were so many women dying that they literally had a, a task force. 
Um, and it's wild. Officer Dave Reichard, when he he started on the original task force, and he was the sheriff in 2001 when they found and caught him and the only reason they did is because he said test the dna again because we have all this new dna evidence like we have this new dna equipment test the dna and they found his they found his dna they literally they had caught him ridgeway worked at a trucking like factory like he painted trucks Mm -hmm. um but he and he worked there for 30 years. Jeez. Yeah. But he was also, he had been picked up for prostitution. And he had been questioned about the killings. And they they didn't, he passed a polygraph test. So they didn't arrest him. That doesn't surprise me. I, we need to quit relying on polygraph tests. Because psychopaths can pass them. Absolutely. They can. Yes. They have, ter- they, they're super, yeah. They're it's so intense. Um, I urge you to go on to Wikipedia and just read all of this. There's so many. There's so many facts and everything. Um, they would take him um, on trips to like go and find the bodies, and he he loved it. Oh, and yeah. they knew that he loved it. So there was times where they literally would be like oh, hey, we're going to take you out. And then, like, he'd get all ready and be all excited. And they'd be like, nope, you're going back to your cell, scumbag. And, like, he'd be so upset. Like, I watched a video of them taking him, and, like, he's so happy that that he's going to go and like on this trip and they were recording it just because they knew he wasn't going anywhere. They had nowhere to take him. Um and the officer comes out and he's like, no, you're not going anywhere. Get back in your cell. And you'll just like look at his face and he's so fucking sad. And you feel like I looked at him and I was like, man, this is really like, and I'm like, no, wait a minute. No, he's I, a fucking dick. I have to watch this. But he made me, he made me feel things. I, I don't do. like him though. That's like I do. I don't appreciate him. <laughs> um, he is in solitary confinement because he can't be in the gym pop. Oh. They'd kill him. I wish they'd just put him They there. should let him in. Fucking. They tried moving him to a, a different, a different uh, jail or a different, you know, pen. Um, and he was there f- for like a brief moment in time. I, somewhere in the notes it says they moved him to a different, a different prison. Um, but eventually we were like, no, we want him in Washington in case we find more bodies. Yeah. And we can keep adding to his count. Right. Um, it's a lot easier to question him if he's here. So right. he is in Walla Walla. He is in um, he is in solitary confinement for the rest of his life. And he will lit- he'll rot there. And I actually, I've known a few people who have worked out there. And um, so they're cool. like... I'm like, yeah, what is it like? I want to know. Mean, That's I, insane. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really crazy. I, this is Gary Ridgway. He's a douche. I don't... I Just feel, to sum I feel so awful for all of his victims and his victims' families and his poor wives oh, and their victims and his son's a victim. Yes. And... Okay, so... I'm going to talk about Jason Gamash. And I say Gamash because I feel like that's the way you pronounce this, but I don't really know. Gamach. Gamach? 
That's going to throw me off. I don't know. Every time I say his name. Just say Jason. <laughs> okay, I'll let it out. So I have All right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jason Kamach. So Jason was um, a 15-year-old at the time of all of these crimes, because, you know, we're a true crime podcast, um, that lived in Canada. I don't know what it is, a. but I feel like I'm doing a lot of Canadian stories. Did you? Was yesterday? Uh, last time? No. Last time no, we that were in Vermont. Vermont. Mm-hmm. But I have done another, haven't I? Maybe I just watched Mary a lot Beth, of Canadian. Mary Beth Rowe was not, she was New York. I think I, I don't... watch a lot of Canadian crime. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I thought it was Canadian, or Canada, excuse me, but it's not. Canadia. This one is Canadia. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Let's just They won't get offended. Um, sorry, Canada. So, uh, 15-year-old Jason. Um, he was super well-liked. Um, you know, just an all-around, you know, nice kid, and everybody really enjoyed his company. He would play with all the young kids. You, you know, that was pretty normal he would babysit for parents that live nearby like he was just a really well-known like lovable kid that people were like yeah i mean he was he was even the um the captain of the lacrosse team for his Dude, high school i think a lacrosse team would be so fucking cool <laughs> like i mean yeah um why do you do all yours on on teenagers <laughs> well okay i guess the last two have been teenagers um, he was 15. Yeah. And dude, how would you feel? We don't have kids. Uh, but how do you feel about a boy watching people's kids? That's weird to me. It's because, weird to me too. Because though, the day, the, the world we live in now is mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Not only that, if we took away all of my background, like, hello, this is what we do. We talk about true crime. Yeah. We listen to true crime. Yeah. No, that's I don't true. trust fucking anybody. So yeah. my future, I don't even know but, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it is a little odd. I don't know. Like boys are not as trustworthy as girls, not to just because they're not as mature as most girls. Right. But right, right. I'm not being a sexist. <laughs> I am, but I am. I'm not trying to be. It's just that's that's kind of how I would do it. Okay, so 15. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So like mm-hmm. I said, I mean, he was just you know, it was he was a very Likeable, likeable, kid. normal yeah. kid. Uh, well, what, that's what people thought. But Jason and his mother previously moved from, and here we go. I'm gonna butcher this. I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, help me, <laughs> Nam. I can't even. Namamio. Namamio. I don't know. <laughs> we don't really know. Mommy. It look. It's. Here we go. Okay. Sorry. I don't think it is. Yeah, they can. Um. I think it's Nemamio, British Columbia. It's from British Columbia, guys. Okay. He moved from British Columbia because da, 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 he was trying to escape his past, his previous crime that he committed. He's fucking 15. That is a really good point, and I'm glad that you just finished that. What the fuck? He's a, he is a child. I'm running away from my past. I'm 15 and I don't fucking have a past. <laughs> Can you even remember at 15 what the fuck you were doing? Because I'm pretty sure I wasn't escaping my, my previous past. No. crimes. No, yeah, no, committed. no, for sure. So that's a really fucking good point. Uh, yeah, so Jason was actually committed uh, for uh, sexually assaulting sexually assaulting two four-year-old children. No. I know. No. I know, it's bad. Oh. And they didn't, they didn't specify 
girl or boy, but because I think all that kind of stuff is totally, like, under wraps, you know? Mm-hmm. For their sake. So, I'm a 15-year-old kid, and I'm escaping my dangerous past because I'm a fucking, you know, But parents kid. trust me around their children. Because... That's a problem. This is weird. Ugh. Ugh. Here we go, guys. Beak. I think... I don't know. So, this is... The reason... Canadian law at the time, there was no laws in place requiring that minors convicted of a sexual assault be documented. Of course not. Don't even know what to say about that. Come on, Canada. I just, I'm just appalled. I mean, I think I have a problem with this because my last fucking story had the same bullshit law in place. I just can't get over it. Yeah, no, that's, um, just because you, I, uh, I'm very wishy-washy on this one because yeah, just because you commit a crime when you're a kid doesn't mean it should haunt you for the rest of your life. But if it's a sexual a crime, it should haunt you for the rest of your life. And yes. we should protect our children yes. and not let them around fucking predators. At this point, he is babysitting children <clears throat> and super... He, Everybody loves him. Yeah, they love him. They have no fucking idea, you know, because of this law that's in place. So, gross. Jason moved to Courtney, I guess is the way you say it. Um okay. You know, who knows? I'm probably butchering that, too. But um, no one was aware of his criminal past or the potential danger that he could be causing around their children. So he's, you know, completely comfortable in hanging around everybody's kids, and that's terrifying. I just... (laughs) It's crazy. So um, this brings us to October 1992. Jason lived in a townhouse complex. What? You just got a look. Marissa well, just, just got a serious look right now. I, I wasn't even a year old. I was two years old. I was born June 2nd, 1992. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird to think about how long ago this was. Um, so he lived in a townhouse complex that was kind of like an apartment in a ways where there's, you know, it's a community with lots of people. Hmm. Um, where he lived... Very, very close to a young six-year-old girl named Dawn Shaw. And that's what the story's about. Aww. I just want to make that, like, I feel like sweet. she should be the one that's kind of... Yeah, sweet baby angel. Dawn Shaw, so sad. So Dawn and Jason were playing outside one day with other children as well in the neighborhood because, you know, that was pretty normal. Um, and Jason had the idea. He said, let's play hide- it- and um it's buffering okay it's okay um so let's play hide and seek so um jason kidnaps don but he it the way he did it was so sneaky he tricked her he said you know let's hide in the woods over here so that they won't find us during this game so it doesn't feel like a kidnapping it just feels like oh yeah this older boy is gonna tell me what to do and i'm gonna do it let's play this game we all trust him gross you remember what I said about the woods earlier? <laughs> yeah. Sick. I'm sorry. So fucked up. Uh, yeah. So um, once, uh, so after she's like, yeah, you know, no, she's not concerned about it at all. He picks her up, takes her into the woods and finds a secluded place where they can be alone. And, you know, I, I don't really know what he's saying to her at this point, but at this point, once he, you know, nobody's around and he knows that they're alone, Jason murders Dawn by stomping her to death. No, what the 
fuck. This is so brutal. Oh like, my god. I don't even know what to say. <gasps> like he just like was kicking her head in until she died. How do you do that? Oh man. I mean, I do, but I just, I just like I have to take. Even when I read this, I'm just like, wow, this is fucking crazier than I remember. Jason. Yeah. So I think that. I mean, I don't know. He just did it. I don't know what to say. I'm just so disturbed. He stomped her body to death, which in the autopsy I can explain what happened. But um, so after that, obviously, he just went about life as normal. Oh, yeah. Nobody nobody knew he was specifically with Don because he always played with all the kids. So, um, at this point, um, neighbors, you know, everybody wants to help. It was a really tight knit complex, you know, with the community. Community. Everybody was Mm -hmm. just like trying to help each other and nobody suspected Jason at all. That was the last thing on their mind. So that being the case, Lloyd Deschutes or Deschutes, I can never read apparently. Yeah. Something Canadian. Okay. Something Canadian. Eh? I'm going to say whatever. Lloyd. (laughs) Um, Lloyd was a resident of the same complex, and he wanted to help look for Don. He he was helping in the search, and he was the one to actually find Don's body. She was completely naked oh, and found in the woods. No. So that being the case, obviously there was another thing at play. He didn't just decide, I'm going to take you and stop you to death. Right. There was some kind of sexual, which they didn't specify what it was. Um, yeah. Thank God, I guess, you know, I mean, right. who wants to know that? But mm-hmm. um, so at this point, you know, Jason's so well liked that um, no one knows that it's him. And but I put this. Nobody knew it was him except for his fucking mother. They moved because of his past. Yeah. How in the world do you know that your kid is this happened? And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can play with the neighbor kids. Yeah, you can babysit for other people. Yeah, other people, yeah, trust my son, it's fine. Like, I don't know. No. Like, it. Yeah. obviously the apple didn't fall far from the tree because that is not mentally acceptable behavior. Right. And I forgot to ex- mention that he was still on probation and attending, uh, attending court for um, his required sexual assault therapy when this happened. So this isn't like... a. I mean, yeah, it, it was in the past, but like he's literally still dealing with the consequences and his mom's allowing him to be around these children, which I just, I couldn't even believe that. That was, that was mind-blowing. So, she's clearly in some, ba- in denial, like. Oh, of course. Yeah. But, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a whole other subject. Right. So, um, like I said, Lloyd is the one that found Don's body, but Lloyd trusted Jason so much because everyone did and nobody suspected him. That later that night that um, he found Don's body, he, I don't know what was Jason, babysit his two young sons. <gasps> like, he had to do something. I don't know if it was part of the search. Right. He had to go talk Maybe to the police. Maybe he had to answer some questions. Who knows? Oh, the ice maker? The ice maker, sorry. I heard that. So bad. <laughs> She's like, ghost! <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, so he let him babysit his two young sons during whatever the hell he had to do the same day he found Don's body because he was completely unsuspected of what was going on. Um, I have a quote from Lloyd. He said, quote, it never dawned on me at all that it could be him, end quote. So I can't imagine how Lloyd must have felt after finding out. 
he just found Don's naked body, a six-year-old girl, that day that he let the murderer watch his children. He would feel extremely guilty. Anybody would. Because, you know, you don't ever... You don't want to suspect a 15-year-old uh, raped a girl and stomped her to death. Oh, my God. They, nobody wants to think that that's a thing. Like, so sad. Yeah, so sad. I mean, like, hearing it... Uh, Every time I hear it, I'm like, wow, I can't, I just, that is so personal. Yeah. I just, it's, 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 it's and that, that takes a lot. A long time. That like, takes that's a lot. so crazy. I don't care that she was only six. Oh, like, I know. That would still take a lot. Absolutely. So that brings us to, um, during, you know, when they found Dawn's body, she was completely brutalized. Um, her body had been stomped to death by Jason. Several of her ribs were broken and there were severe blows to her thorax, abdomen, and her liver, which mm-hmm. was perforated, which I just wanted to clarify what perforated was. There were holes. Punctured. Mm-hmm. Like, what were you using? Because my heel doesn't make a hole unless it's like a huge fucking hole. Well, unless like some other bones in her body. Kind of like got through yeah. it. Like, that is a very violent, intense, yeah. like, that wasn't like, I'm going to hit you a couple times, I'm going to leave. Like, he really, really, really destroyed her which is so devastating so the ultimate cause of death um was that she bled out from the result of her wounds wow internal bleeding then must have right i guess that is so vague and just like disturbing Mm. because it's like does that mean you had a long slow horrible death probably i just i mean imagine oh my god I don't know. Yeah, I've never bled out, but <laughs> I, I don't. I, t- I think that it takes a, a while. I don't know for a six year old. I mean, that's not like a. Yeah, I don't know. That's just that's a. She died a horrible, horrible death. Yes. And if she death. is a ghost, someone's getting haunted the fuck up. Oh fuck! At least I hope. I mean, I hope it's somebody horrible. Yeah, him. Like him. Yeah, like in jail. I hope that he, the ghost girl, is in jail. How do you think they find them? <laughs> they're ghosts they know everything i don't know i just wonder like if you don't like live in the same house that I you, like i don't know yeah. i just thought about that okay <laughs> we'll get into that in another time we'll have a paranormal episode and talk about it sweet um so jason left evidence that helped eventually getting him convicted thank god so in the act of stomping her to death he left imprints of his sole of his shoe on her face and on the ground oh let that sink in my god <laughs> i know right wow so um Eight weeks later, the police the police arrested Jason, and he confessed to the crime to the police. I mean, he is a 15-year-old kid. This isn't some mastermind. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, But he also did commit two previous crimes. He's already got some kind of, uh, you know, some Assault. kind of... Uh, he's got a past where he is very violent and sexual. She was found completely naked. Yeah. There's, you don't just do that. Right. I think um, what happened, and I I can't really remember. I watched a documentary about it, but I think that he was saying when he confessed that he was sexually assaulting her and she was screaming, and that's why he started stomping her. Yeah, to get her to shut up. That yes. makes sense. And like, then, oh, it, you know, he didn't go. stop until she died. But what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. People are fucked up. <laughs> So, um, almost a year after the appointed experts for the case, they decided to try Jason as an adult because he is a 15-year-old child at this point. I know. 
slow golf Yay. clap. We're all really happy about that. So that makes the that makes it so his name is um, made to the public because when you're a minor, they keep everything under wraps, which is super dangerous, and that is why he was able to make these crimes happen. Right. He already was convicted of sexual assault, so if he they would have convicted him as an adult then something tells me these parents well he would have had to register exactly do they have a registry in canada i don't know in 90s in the 90s i don't know i don't know either that's a really good question but i don't think that it'd be as easily accessed to just let everyone around you want you to babysit and hang out with your children right i don't think it would be that easy i'm not saying it wouldn't happen i definitely think in this case too um Something criminal should have happened to the mom. Absolutely. She is, she let, if anything, she is an accomplice Uh to this little girl's murder. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad we're on the same page on that one. That's so, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm so boggled by how you could be, and I know denial is a real thing. Right. But it doesn't make you not responsible for a crime. Right. Let's say I denied killing my whole family. That doesn't make me not responsible for it. Like, right. that's ridiculous. Right. You know, so whatever the case may be, there's some, there was no, at least I didn't say there was any repercussions from her doing absolutely nothing. No, and there usually isn't. And that's it, It's just ridiculous. Like, I mean, I watch a lot of Judge Judy, and <laughs> she's like, just because, you know, you... You claim that you were drunk, so you're, you know, I was watching this one case, this girl claimed that, oh, I was drunk and she took my keys and I didn't give her permission. And Judge Judy's like, no, and you're just as responsible as her. (laughs) And then, you know, so, but seriously, it's like, you can say, oh, I was drunk. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I did the, like, I had no idea. Yeah, you did know. And you're responsible too. But we can't do anything about it. We can't legally do anything. Legally, we can't do anything. But there should be something done. But anyways. I agree with you. So, um... I wish you would have murdered his mom. Fuck. That would have done everybody. (laughs) So, um, after this... So, at this point, April 6th, the Supreme Court of Victoria convicted Jason for Don's murder, and he was sentenced to serve a life sentence in prison. Thank God. So, but what's life? How many years? Mm. In Canada, what is life? You know, I didn't see. That's a really good question. But it doesn't matter because Jason died in prison. Yay! <laughs> what? I just, Yay! I just got like the most evil look on I'm my face. So I'm so really excited. Why did, how did he die? So I'm really excited that Jason died. He died 1997 in prison. He was found dead via asphyxiation when he hung himself in his jail cell. Good riddance. Um, he was a 20 years old, which no one fucking cares. Like, good thing. Good. I want yeah. you to die. Good. I you are care. not wasting the taxpayer's money by yeah. breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, you will no longer have any more victims. Mm-hmm. And, he, yeah, you said 1987. It was 1997. Did I? Oh, my it's bad, okay. guys. So yeah. he was 20 years old. So he was in prison. Well, I'm sure less because he was 15 when he committed the crime, but... So, essentially, he was in there less than five years because I'm sure it took... He was eight weeks later was convicted. It takes time with court. He wasn't in there very long. He probably didn't get parole, though. Or he probably didn't get bail. 
whatever. I don't care. I just so right. glad he's dead. Right. <clears throat> yeah, no. He, I mean, you know, um, yeah. He, I'm you really know what? I don't condone that. suicide, like, on the right. In the, you know, in the real world where, you know, you're a normal law abiding citizen who hasn't done any harm to anybody, you're just really sad. Right. I don't condone that. Absolutely. Like, get help. Yes. Absolutely. Get, go to therapy. Yes. But, like, if you commit a heinous, crime and uh, gary listen up (laughs) kill yourself i don't know how you can in a solitary confinement but i mean seriously like he they don't deserve to be in our world no i agree it's a waste and i would just rather you get out and you know they're like oh he's rotting in prison no maybe if he was in like a russian prison or like a mexican mexican prison prison, right like this isn't that bad. I feel like the United States and Canada probably They're don't treat gay. their yeah they probably don't treat their prisoners that bad. Prisoners in Sweden, I think, have it really nicely. I'm pretty sure Sweden's like the shit. I'm pretty sure it is too. If <laughs> I, 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 I commit any crime, I'm gonna, crime, go, I'm gonna go to yeah, I'm gonna go Sweden. I'm glad we're on the same page. No, yeah, I've heard yeah, a lot of good things about Sweden. <laughs> So, but yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Here you get three meals a day. You get to watch TV. Yeah. Do inmates get internet access? They have dating profiles. Okay. They <laughs> they get conjugal visits. No. 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 Stop it. I mean, th- there are people who get conjugal visits that aren't even married. That is literally ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I'm Fuck glad it's gone. The system. I mean, Fuck it. she. You know, that poor little girl. Don didn't get to even make it to 20 years old. She didn't. Six years old? She probably hadn't even started fucking first grade yet. That is so sad when you think about it. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I, you know what? And I couldn't imagine the pain Don's family has to endure of all the life that they get. They, they're missing out on. Like, her mom is missing out on so much. Her dad, her... Her, her grandparents, like... That's so crazy. Mm. That's why I'm really excited. You know what? <laughs> I gone. wish... I wish that murder and violent crimes weren't a thing, even though I do find it fascinating to learn about them. Right. I just wish that they weren't a thing. Yeah. I I yeah. would gladly learn about something else if, if violent... <laughs> crimes like weren't a thing like it's so so awful i wish people were not violent i wish people would get along i'm not a hippie i'm not a fucking (laughs) vegan but like i wish that like we could all just get along and love each other and jesus make this world at least a little bit of a better place come on it's just too common and i think that's why we are so fascinated by it because it has become the new normal it is nor it is so normal and there's so many labels and there's so many excuses. Oh, oh Gary Ridgway's mommy touched him. That's, okay. that's an excuse. Do you that's know how many why people, he, moms or dads or anybody touched them and they didn't grow up to become serial uncles, killers? brothers, cousins, it, like I mean, there's no excuse. You I'm get sorry. therapy and you get over it. That's but that's a personal choice. So yeah. Anybody that's, that's like dealing with the struggle, just get like Take that personal choice and get some help. Get some help. Don't kill people. If one thing we can teach you about this podcast, don't kill people. Just don't kill anybody. Yeah. (laughs) Do not... I'm going camping this next weekend. Oh my god, that's scary now that we're talking. And I'm like, hmm, 
What if a murderer is living out in the woods? Well, you got plenty of guns, so um, you're good. We do. <laughs> and I'll definitely be taking the Bring the arsenal. <laughs> I also, I'm thinking about taking my bow and arrow. Fun. Probably won't hurt anybody, but <laughs> I'm, I'm hurting that target for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. Anything fun and exciting coming up for you? Um, well, you know, nothing too close. Um, you're having a badass barbecue tomorrow. (laughs) Hey, future self. I hope the barbecue went well. (laughs) Because if it's a bomb, I'm so sorry. Oh, it won't be a bomb. I hope I'm like, yeah, that was so fucking awesome. I hope I listened to it. It was so much fun. Hey, everybody that's going to be there, if you don't listen to this, you're not. Guess what? We can fucking put it on repeat. Our our episodes, we've, we've... Two episodes, two full-length episodes up. So, tom- like, tomorrow at the barbecue, we can just, like, put it on and make everyone <laughs> listen. <laughs> That's what you do. Everyone's just like... <laughs> no! Dead-faced. I feel like they... Drunk <laughs> people aren't very good listeners. They're not. And, I mean, I think we're fucking hilarious. <laughs> we think we're hilarious. I don't know. Some people say that we're funny. Some people do. And yeah. it's really exciting. It is really that. exciting. I'm like, oh my god, really? I'm like, you think so? You think I'm funny? I literally feel like it's like they're telling me something I've never heard before. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, really? You think that? I know. People have always told me that I'm funny, but then it's it's weird. It's hard to... We're not trying to be funny when we're <laughs> recording this. It just kind of happens. But like at the same time, you kind of feel pressured to be entertaining. I think that's why it's... Yeah, it's so scary for you. Bethany has a fucking anxiety attack every time <laughs> every we have time. every time we do this podcast. She has an anxiety attack, <laughs> and I appreciate her so much for it because <laughs> I I am for once the level headed person in a situation, and it makes me feel so good. I tried really hard not to get super drunk <clears throat> this time so that I could like sound normal. Sorry, everybody, for last episode because <laughs> I get so nervous. I got a I got a nervous drink. So I'm a little, I'm a lot more sober. Hopefully it's as good. I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll find out. I thought it was good. Thanks. I did have a little bit more of an anxiety attack. Like seriously, I was yeah. like, I, I totally choked. She was panicking. I choked so hard. I, <laughs> we edited it out. It'll be fine. It's fine. It's okay. We're gonna be famous. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited. Alrighty. Well, <laughs> I think that's gonna wrap it up for I this week. I think it's gonna wrap it up. We did. Right. I mean, we we we've been doing this for. Oh, this is at a minute, or this is at an hour twenty-two. But I'm, I'm gonna bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit out a bunch of it. I'll probably get it down to like a, an hour fifteen. Not bad. It'll be fine. It'll be good. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, fuck. I should probably finish with the... um, (laughs) Follow us on Instagram (laughs) at notveryladylike, period, official. Um, And then we have a Gmail. It's notveryladylike2018 at gmail.com. And we have a Twitter. I just never use Twitter. I hate (laughs) Twitter. I don't know how, so... I don't tweet. I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, so if you have any suggestions, yeah, please send them in an email. Like if you want to tell us a fucking crazy story, yeah, send it in an email. Tell us. I need to know about hauntings. Yeah, we want to do it's that. It's so hard to find information on hauntings. If you have any, if you have information on how to get information on hauntings, <laughs> please email me. Or a personal haunting. I mean, I yeah, feel like yeah, I'm no, pretty sure. open and I would totally love to hear everyone's stories. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll shout your name out and I'll yeah. Um, and you can follow, you can listen to this on SoundCloud and also iTunes. 
and an app called uh, Podcast Addict. All you have to do is search Not Very Ladylike. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.